I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. My current partner recently asked me about my ex and he said, why did you stay in a relationship for so long where your needs so clearly weren't being met? And he's looking at me and so genuinely curious. And he said, it's so hard for me to believe knowing you and how powerful you are and how much you know yourself and the standards that you set for everyone in your life and everything in your life. It's so hard for me to believe that you stayed in a relationship for so long where you were treated that way. And this question of why, like what made me stay? Why did I stay? It's a question that I asked myself a dozen times. And it's a question that I never really wanted to dive into because regret would come up so strong. And so I would run from the question and I would distract myself with way more other fun um, things and ways to spend my time because the emotion of regret, I mean, come on, it's its not fun to dive into. And I didn't want to think about the years that I felt so criticized and so small. But in that moment with my love, I was you know, sitting in his gaze and I felt so safe and so free to explore the depths of my own history And so I'm like, okay, regret, like I'm going to open this door. And what I've learned is that the door of regret from far away looks really scary. And it looks like an ugly emotion. And, you know, if you think about regret, like no one wants regret to show up at a party. (laughs) Like where it's fun and sexy and playful and exciting. Like you wouldn't want regret to walk in like, I'm here to make things dark. What up? No, it's very similar. And I think of regret as um, a sister to shame and grief and anger. No one wants those emotions around, right? Like, but what I've learned is that all four of these emotions are very misunderstood. And so society has casted them out of conversations, even out of like media entirely. Like they are not welcome. And if you think about like schools, you know, we're not talking about things like anger or grief or shame or regret. They just are not welcome, like, especially in this culture of like good vibes only. But the thing about these emotions is that they are powerful doors that lead us to really deep self-understanding and self-love and ultimately emotional freedom. But they're only there for people who are brave enough to walk through those doors because you see on the other side of grief is love on the other side of shame is compassion on the other side of anger is your values and on the other side of regret is wisdom 
And so with the safety and the support of my man and what I also call the divine mama, which is this archetype that I embody when I need to be extra self-compassionate with myself. So if you think about maybe it was your mother or it's to me a mother that I've I've made up. It's divine mama energy. It's this part of me inside of me that is the divine nurturer. It's the mother who who consoles you and soothes you the exact way that you're that you are hoping for that you would, you know, love to run to to either pet your hair, pat your back. It's it's that divine mama energy who says, come, like, sit, I will soothe you, I'll make you tea, I'll rub your back, I'll say the things, you know, it's that, it's her. And so with my man and the divine mama part of me, I walked through the door of regret. And as I dove into all of those memories of my past relationship that once filled me with so much regret, I saw each and every one of those moments shape shift into something entirely different. And that thing that regret turned into is wisdom. And so I sat with myself at 20 years old and I realized how scared she was. I mean, her dad had just gotten sick and there was this man who was interested in her and gave her attention and some kindness and he had a motorcycle. (laughs) And at the time when she was losing her best friend and her hero, she was so open to having any type of support. And then things got harder and years went on and dad got more sick and the partner struggled with his own demons in a really big way. And as the days passed and the years passed, it seemed harder and harder to get out. And then there were moments where she got a glimpse of her truth, of his true soul essence, which I believe everyone's soul essence is at heart kind and full of love. And when I would get that glimpse of him, it would give me this glimmer of hope that would sustain me, would sustain her, that version of me for a few more months of enduring so much coldness. And then dad passes away and this young girl who had literally just been through hell through the worst case scenario that she could ever imagine there's no way she had the emotional strength to endure another loss and so she waited another year but in all of those times she found her faith she cultivated a connection to her highest self that encouraged her every single day to start speaking up for herself a little bit more a little bit more to hold firmer boundaries, to use her voice. And she learned how to rely on herself and to pick herself up in the depths of grief. She learned how to ask for help from friends. She learned what it was like to set a new, higher standard for herself and for her future lover. And she became stronger and with that, so much wiser. And I can look back today as a 27-year-old woman in a relationship that truly is my dream in reality. It's honestly better than what I could have dreamt of. And, you know, it's so easy for me to say like, oh, how could I have tolerated that treatment? I regret that so much, but I don't do that. And you don't have to either because I choose, choose to look back at those moments through the lens of compassion and through the eyes of my divine mama who is so unconditionally loving towards me and say, wow, that beautiful young woman made the best choices that she could have made with what was available to her. And I can look at all of those qualities 
that I learned to cultivate and feel proud of that. I can look at the standards that I have now that are only here because of the choices that I made then. So that brings me here to you to talk about regret because as much as we live in this like no regret society, all of us have those moments where we think, damn, if I could go back in time, I would do this differently. And some moments are bigger than others, but for all of us, this feeling you know, is kind of similar. We experience something that we feel really disappointed about, shameful about. It's something that we lost or an opportunity that we missed out on. And so here are the three divine insights I've been asked to share with you about regret and how we can use these three insights, these three perspectives to turn regret, to transform regret into what I think it was always meant to be, which is wisdom. So number one, how to turn regret into wisdom is to make a choice. Make a choice that you are ready and willing to find the wisdom in your story. And this is going to require a lot of bravery and willingness to get up and close and personal in the times of your life that feel like regret. And once you bring yourself into that time period, I want you to look around and ask yourself, how was this choice that I did or did not make the most supportive decision for me at that time with the wisdom I had then. Because it's so easy to judge ourselves from where we are now. We have learned better, so we do better. But the only reason that we know better now is because we didn't know then. And so as you explore this period of time, ask yourself, can I bring all of my love, all of my unconditional love to that version of me now? That is you writing a better story for yourself. It's loving yourself better. Because if we can love ourselves better at every single stage of our journey, we can love ourselves better now. So number two is once you find that wisdom, find that wisdom and accept that, wow, I made the best choice for myself with what I had available to me and in the circumstances I was in and with the tools that I had, then I want you to ask yourself, what qualities do you have now that were planted in the seeds of that time period, in the seeds of regret? So for me, what has bloomed now, the qualities that have bloomed out of that time period of my life, oh my gosh, they're incredible. It's patience, self-reliance, emotional resiliency, compassion, loyalty at the time, so much faith. Um, I cultivated the ability to set a boundary and to hold it. And I also learned how to walk away when things are not aligned with my values. Life is asking you to look at these qualities that you're not looking at, that you're not owning fully because the only way that we can own these incredible qualities within ourselves is to accept that a time period that we call regret was actually a very fertile ground for us to grow the seeds that we now are able to harvest and to live in and to use in our lives. Like I get to use that patience in my current relationship. I get to use my ability to set boundaries in work and with friends or family members. Like these are all qualities that I can use now that life is asking me to use. So what is life asking you to see from that time period? 
What amazing qualities can you own right now to call in your manifestations, to call in the people and the experiences that you want? Because I promise you it's hiding right behind regret's door. Number three, rather than feeling like you made the wrong choice or lack of a choice, I want you to ask yourself, how can I make that decision or lack thereof the best decision I could have possibly made in present time? Because it's really easy to beat yourself up over whether or not you made the right choice. But you can make it the right choice now. You have the power now to make that decision mean something. And I always say that's how I define faith, is you make things mean something. You can make them mean that you made the wrong choice, or you can look around for proof in your life, friends that are here now because of what you did and didn't do, qualities you have now because of what you did or didn't do, opportunities, the fact that you're listening to this now and you get to rewrite the story where you come out on top. So these are the three ways to really start to turn your regret and transform it into wisdom, not let go of it, not push it away, not cast it out. That's not what we do with emotions that look ugly. We get really close with them so we can actually see the beauty that is waiting on the other side of that emotion when we feel it. This process of alchemizing emotions that are stuck in your body, this is big magic and it requires you to feel big. And when you cultivate this as a spiritual practice, making decisions in real time actually becomes so much easier because you're no longer scared of making the wrong one because you know how to transform regret and alchemize it into wisdom because you know that you will always find that wisdom in every choice you do or do not make. So if this process feels difficult for you to do alone, book an intuitive session with me. I call these soul essence readings. They're about 45 minutes long and we can help you extract the wisdom together and create a better story for that time period of your, of your life, one that serves you in your highest good, that aligns you with your values, that aligns you with the manifestations that you want to call into your life now, whether it be money, love, friendship, creativity, art, travel. All you have to do is DM me at samantha.bove, the word intuition, and I'll send you all the details. That wraps up today's episode on regret. If you love it and if you've loved this podcast, leave a five-star review. And also, we are going to Italy, baby. Dates and details will be launched soon, but if you are interested in getting Reiki attuned, just DM me the words retreat on Instagram at samantha.bove or go to samanthabove.com forward slash Reiki retreat and I will put you on our wait list. Sending all the love and I will see you same place, same time next Tuesday. Bye.